Dr. Mike here. So can technology, the application of technology, can it actually help people and families who are dealing with autism? Stick around to find out. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. All right, welcome to Live Foreverish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and this is... Dr. Crystal Gossard. How are you? I'm well today. That's good. You, uh... Having a kind of crazy day. It's a crazy day. <laughs> Every day seems to be jam-packed and yes. action-packed, but it's action fun. Action-packed. That's a good way to say action it. Action-packed. Yes. Never a we're dull not moment. Stressed. Not, we're action-packed. Yeah, we're, we're superheroes. superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You did. All right. We did not plan that, we did by not, the way. We did not plan that. Today, I, I um, we got a, a great guest on. Um, I'm kind of excited to, to find out a little bit more about... Uh, what Topher Wurtz is is doing to help uh, families who deal with autism. Uh, Topher is um, uh, what they call an aut- autism dad. He has a son yes. with autism, and he's a technology company executive, and he's taking all of that knowledge and, and bringing it to other families who are dealing with autism as well. Topher, welcome to the show. Oh, it's great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I got so this is the official byline I got for you. He's applying his professional experience to a very personal issue, autism, to improve life for millions of autism families and autistic adults. That sounds pretty good, Topher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's it's high aspirations, but and and the initial uh, effort I think is is quite simple. So, and and we started this I guess about six years ago. Uh, my son, who's just turned 18, was was much younger. Uh, so uh, we did a Kickstarter. You can the, they never go down. You can see him in the video, but he's just a little guy back then. Aww. And since then, we've had. Uh, over a hundred thousand people, you know, use the service, and about twenty-five thousand people use it regularly. And and so, uh, that's we, awesome. we, we hope we're making an impact. We're yeah. trying. So let's let's, if you don't mind, um, you know, so you're very experienced dealing with um, autism. I think just to help the listeners, can you give us kind of your perspective uh, on autism, what it really means, what it's really like, coming from a dad. Well, I guess the the most uh, pertinent reference I've ever found was uh, when when President Reagan's daughter was interviewed about what was it like with him with Alzheimer's, and she said, "If you've met one Alzheimer's patient, you've met one Alzheimer's patient." And the autism spectrum, similarly, I would say it's different for everybody. Yeah. So our own experience is, is that we've got a guy that's uh, verbal, uh, intellectually delayed. Um, has uh, some sensory needs, uh, some social uh, sort of social differences in, in the way he socializes from neurotypical peers, you know, or, or, or uh, we don't say normal, that's a drier setting, but mm-hmm. typical peers. <laughs> and, and of course, there are folks that are, that are working with um, kids that are m- maybe deeper in the spectrum and kids that are um, just maybe seem a little quirky compared to typical kids. So I think it's a little different for everybody, but in general, kids that have a little difference, uh, you know, or, or a big difference in the way they socialize and the way they learn and so forth. Awesome. Great. Thank you. So, um, Topher, what are some of the challenges that you have experienced or, you know, the people that you've come in contact with experience 
uh, having a, a son, you know, who is on the autism spectrum uh, with going out and about and doing just kind of your everyday things that and you do, everyday, life. everyday like, yeah. life. Well, that's right. So, so we have, um, we have, we have a lot of challenges, if you will, of all different kinds. And for, for some families, maybe even more complex than we have, they may have a physical disability mixed in or so forth in general, uh, though what we what we need is uh, some acceptance uh, because Kirby is different, and so when, one one things that we noticed early on as a practical challenge for families like ours uh, is 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 finding places that were more or less accommodating. Uh, say the kids are overwhelmed and maybe they're having a meltdown. It's perceived as bad behavior, but it's really mm. sensory overload, mm -hmm. this kind of thing, right? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So, so we needed to figure out, um, you know, where we could find that acceptance. We There are lots of people working towards promoting acceptance, of course. And, uh, and so what we set out to do was essentially democratize the water cooler and uh, in yeah. this app it's like Yelp or TripAdvisor where people could share any kind of good or not good uh, places or, mm. or businesses ah. or, or things or whatever and that's yeah. what Autism Village really is. Yeah and, so, and, that's, and that's where you started right just almost like a map of yeah. places right that, that, uh, that people could find and go to they would know this is a good hotel right. this is a good restaurant that's, that's just basically how it started. That's exactly right. So it works very similarly to, to uh, any other, like a Yelp or TripAdvisor, but it's specific to this community. And it's totally free. It works everywhere in the world. It's a location-based app. So it's also a great resource for people that are maybe traveling to visit relatives or on vacation where they're in an area that they don't have their list of go-tos. Mm -hmm. They yeah. can find some. Yeah. Well, how, Topher, how do you... How do you vet the businesses that might show up on this map? Are they, are they, do they know about you and they're submitting information to you about uh, their businesses and how they might be artistic friendly? How, how does all that work? So the, we do uh, monitor the community, but we don't, it's not a gated community. Anyone can enter any place. A place can enter themselves, again, totally free. And um, we keep an eye on it, but in general, we, we you know, we let it be um, mm. as long as it's not yeah. totally inappropriate. Right. So, yeah. so most of this is being built on fa families having these experience at these places, yeah. but, you know, and, they're, and they're writing into this app saying, hey, this was a great place, or this yeah, one not so great. Well, yeah, that's right. And, and there's all different stuff. So, for example, a lot of these kids, they'll elope. I mean, you read some sad stories about kids that they're attracted to water so um things don't work out and and so a park that's fenced all the way around could be good or it could be a pediatrician that understands or a dentist oh dentists are a big deal you know as you can imagine for these kids yeah, yeah. or barbers barbers are a big deal mm -hmm. so sometimes there's good and sometimes there's this is not such a great place. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually what one of my questions was going to be is what are some of the things that businesses or, um, you know, you mentioned a park, if it's a, a public or a government park, um, what are they doing to to kind of make this 
and uh, a friendly place for for families and and what should caring businesses do yeah that's a really great question we find and we're working right now with an organization in kentucky that came to us it's an autism organization has a training for businesses they want to get all of their places loaded up into the village and we're helping them do that Um, we've had a similar experience in the vacation areas of the coast of the carolinas uh, we, you know, different places. So there's a lot of organizations out there tend to be more local mm-hmm. in nature that provide training, education, so forth. And then on a national scale, you know, you maybe read about Sesame Place or airlines, and maybe they're working with one of the big autism nonprofits like Autism Speaks or, or there's like six or seven big autism nonprofits um, on how they should be accommodating and so forth. So, so there's a lot of different resources for businesses where they go. And then, of course, we just provide the directory where they can say what they've done and, and put themselves in. Awesome. So that there's training available because I'm thinking now, I, um, I don't know if you know this, Dr. Oh. Mike, I teach uh, ballet. What? Two, three <laughs> to six-year-olds. Oh, yeah, I did know that. You told me that. And okay. I'm thinking, I don't even know if, yeah. if you know, if my space is friendly to, you know, well, to an good. autistic child. And I would love to Very make good. it that way. So it's wow. great to know that, you know, there are resources and training out there. And then maybe one day I can get on your <laughs> list. That'd be great. So- <laughs> well, that's right. We, we do have a very simple one ourselves at autismfriendly.com, which has an online course. But the, the best things are always if you find a local organization that really is working in your area. Um, and they're always great. There you go. Yeah. That's great advice. So we're speaking with Topher Wirtz. Um, he's started something called Autism Village. Um, I, I assume, Topher, uh, people can download this app from the basic app stores? Yeah, so the app is available on um, the iOS, you know, the Apple App Store, as well as on the Google Play Store for Android. And it works just fine on the web, too, at autismvillage.com. So you can use it on your laptop or desktop or, or your nice. iPad or, or download the apps. Nice. And they're Great. free. Everything's yeah. free. So let's, you know, in summary, Topher, what would you like uh, our listening audience to know about autism overall and about this app that you developed? Well, I, I would say that for the, you know, for everyone who's not immediately touched by sort of the autism community, it's about a billion people globally. If you think of extended family and and all that, um, for for those that aren't touched by that, I would say acceptance is important. Mm-hmm. Learn a little bit about it, um, and imagine that sometimes what you're seeing with this dramatic rise of of kids that are now becoming adults that potentially what you're identifying is as a behavioral problem or whatever maybe isn't what you expect and so just to think twice be a little accepting and for those that are in the autism community use the service share with others and uh, and help folks with uh, you know to find and and know whether there's a good or bad places nearby that they should be aware of that's great, Topher. Thank you so much for coming on. You're listening to Live Foreverish. Uh, by the way, if you want to listen to more podcasts, they can go to liveforeverish.com. <laughs> you didn't know I was going to do that to you. <laughs> I did that's, not. <laughs> that's Live because you're on your cell phone. No, I'm just kidding. That's liveforeverish.com. When you go there, a lot of other podcasts. You can check out this one again as well and listen to what Topher is doing. Um, but make sure you subscribe. 
Comment, comment, like, like, and share. And share. We love that kind of stuff. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.